You might hear some birds on today's episode, but that's only because it stays light here in Portland crazy late in the summer. It's actually about 9.30 right now, and the reason that we're joining each other on this after-hours garden excursion is because this is the thirst episode. You guessed it. We're watering plants. And I know you might be wondering, besides the irresistible sort of double entendre, uh, why this time of day? Well, we're going to get into it. So let's get outside. So the cats are psyched because they are not usually allowed outside this late. The neighbors, when we moved, warned us in very dire terms that there are sometimes coyotes in the neighborhood, so apparently it's not safe to have your cats out around like twilight. Uh, but if we're all together, I can ward off any marauding bands of wily coyotes. I'm psyched because Unlike most episodes where I join you when it's like 10 in the morning, uh, because it's at night, I brought a beer outside with me. Don't worry, it's very on brand for Portland. It's an IPA. Uh, so we're going to hit this before we really get into it. Cheers. Okay, let's answer the teaser first. Why are we watering after dark? You know, some of you guys might have guessed it, but one of the reasons is it's just plain wasteful to water during the day. Uh, a lot more of the water evaporates if it's getting direct sunlight, if it's hotter. So it's not making it into the ground. It's not making it to the plants. It's just, you know, turning your city just a minute bit more muggy second reason is maybe less known but plants actually do most of their hydrating at night so during the day they're actually not sort of opening themselves up because they don't want to lose a lot of water to evaporation and then at night when it's dark and there's much less risk of losing a bunch of water they open up their roots they open up their leaves so they take in a lot more moisture so it's better for your plants to water them at night as well. All right, so let's get the hose going. Put the beer down for a second. 
Okay, first thing we're watering is my gardenia because it's been a little thirsty. But it's thirsty because it's blooming like crazy. Uh, it's just, I don't know if you guys know what gardenias smell like. It is just intoxicating. It smells to me like coconut and peach and just like white perfume. It's incredible. So this thing deserves a big long drink because it's been going over time. That sound was Millie attacking Agnes. So why now, the garden thirst episode? Well, summertime is just where plants are demanding a lot more water. We all know that. But why watering episode in general? It seems like it should be pretty self-explanatory. But actually, watering is the number one way that most gardeners go wrong, especially if you're new at gardening or if you're just new to the plants um, and you don't know what they need. Nine times out of ten, if a plant dies and it's the gardener's fault, it's probably due to watering, underwatering, overwatering. There's a few basic rules of thumb that can actually help you avoid a lot of the mistakes and keep more of your plants alive and keep them happy. First tip. Uh, don't water frequently and lightly, water infrequently and deeply. It's actually really, really, really important. If you water often and only a little bit, what happens is that the water soaks through only to the very top of the soil. And that means that the plant grows its roots there because it wants to maximize the amount of water that it can take in. But then that means that your plant is not as hardy because water tends to evaporate from the topsoil much more quickly. <laughs> Millie's hunting a butterfly right now. Uh, water plant, uh, evaporates much more quickly from the topsoil, whereas deeper levels in the soil, water sticks around much longer. So what you want to do is by watering less frequently, but watering really, really deeply, you're training the plant to send its roots deep down into the soil. That means that your plant is gonna be hardier. So it actually means you have to water it less frequently. Um, and that means that you're wasting less water and it means that your plant is gonna be healthier and more hardy in case there's a heat wave or you forget to water at one time. So remember, deeply and infrequently. One of my favorite aspects of watering at night, and I don't know if this is kind of just like a 
comparative thing. Um, and it happens because it's darker, so your other senses pick up. But when I'm watering, I really pick up the sense of the things that I'm watering more. So when the water hits the gardenia blossoms or the sort of like woody, dry sage leaves or that sort of like really fragrant lavender blossoms, I feel like all of those really come alive. I can smell the greenery. I can smell the wood chips and the moist earth. Um, it just feels like a much more sort of integrative, like immersive experience. I feel like I'm really connecting with the garden in some senses that I don't usually appreciate during the day. Just making my way around my little bed that I built into the grass that is kind of the centerpiece of my Victorian moonlight garden inspired backyard theme. Um, I'm gonna do another episode about that and devote it to the entire thing because I've been really excited about the theme. But little teaser, more to come on that. One exception to the rule of don't water during the day is if you're just going to have a really crazy heat wave um, and you didn't water your plants the night before, get out there and water them no matter what time of day it is. Because a really gnarly sort of like day of unusual heat, if it comes out of the blue and catches plants unprepared, it can just, that can be the difference between life and death for your plants. So I don't mean to get dramatic, but they can really get fried. You can have scalded leaves. Um, if they just don't have enough water to kind of bolster their systems. So if you're worried your plants are dry and you notice it's really hot outside, just go out and give them a drink. And then you can give them a deeper drink later on during the day to help them recover. Sorry, uh, I had to put the mic down for a bit because the 101 Dalmatians moment was getting pretty intense. Let's get back to it though. Okay, so it was hot, your plant was dry, it got crispy, it completely fell to the ground, you're freaking out, you watered it twice, it doesn't look like it's coming back. Have some faith, keep the water, keep the soil moist, and give it a chance. I have seen plants completely come back from being totally fried, lost all their leaves, or were just completely, you know, smashed into the ground. Oh my gosh. I think Millie caught a mouse. Did you hear that squeak? Jeez, gardening after dark.
Uh, no. She doesn't have it. If she did have it, it got away. Now she's just chasing grass. Maybe I gave you more credit than you were due, Nels. watered pretty much everything in the backyard got the moonlight garden got my precious umbrella pine and then my little kitchen herb garden things have plenty of water to soak up overnight and they'll be happy for a few days but speaking of thirst uh, I'm almost done with this beer. So with the plants sated, it's time I sate myself. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram. We are Fresh Clippings. If you have any questions, feel free to send them to us. Also, if you have pictures of your own garden, I would love to see them. Tag Fresh Clippings. I'd love to share pictures of listener gardens on the Instagram. So. Show us what you're proud of. Show us what you're working on. Send questions or pictures. Would love to get them. Thanks so much for joining me on Plant Time. I'll see you in the garden again soon. And that is it. Time for a new one. You ready to go back inside, Agnes? And Millie just on cue. Still no mouse, huh? <laughs>